Hey everyone, it's Seth. I hope you're enjoying this mini-series of episodes for the debrief recorded during Create Equals Justice Ride. Today's episode and next week's were recorded on the bus. That means we had 50-some students traveling to and from Pro-Life Outreach. We sat in the back of the bus with our recording equipment. The good news is you can't smell what we smelled, but the bad news is the audio was recorded on the bus. It's kind of a challenge. So please enjoy the episode. Nevertheless, here we go. We're on the road with Created Equal. This week we're going to college campuses in Florida. We'll talk to college students about abortion. Then we'll come back here to talk about our conversations. Come debrief with us. Hello, 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 and welcome to the second episode of season three of The Debrief. Woo. My name is Maggie, and you just heard Seth's voice saying, woo. That's me. <laughs> A little lower than that. But there's no Ethan today. No Ethan. He's, He's not here. feeling quite well. He is on the Well, bus. we had to kick him out because we needed another microphone. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah kind of well that's not really we didn't have to (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was going to join us but he's not feeling the best so um instead of him we have two guests with us two justice writers hayden and isaiah i like to say his name isaiah so we traded ethan a staff for two justice writers that's a pretty good switch (laughs) pretty good swap yeah his name's actually isaiah i say isaiah because i have a welsh pastor who said isaiah is that Isaiah and Welsh? Isaiah? That's just the okay, cool. Welsh way to pronounce it. <laughs> Isaiah Any Welsh, Welsh listeners out there, please tell us if that's true. <laughs> it is. Okay. Um, so, uh, Hayden, how? Uh, why are you here? Okay, so I'm on the justice ride because, well, um, because I'm pro-life and I want to share with people that abortion is wrong and... I want people to know that because I think abortion is horrible and also it just seemed like it'd be fun, but speaking out against abortion was the biggest reason. Now Hayden, those just hearing your voice can't see you. They have no clue how old you are, so share that with them. You're a first time justice writer and how old are you? So I'm 15 and again, yes, is my first justice ride. And uh, so I came with my sister May, she came last year. So yeah. Cool. And what, what May told you about it was like what you expected it to be? Uh, a lot of it, yeah. I mean, she had good stories about the bus ride, but it's still way better than I expected because oh, I've had bad experiences with trying to sleep on uncomfy buses before, mm-hmm. and it's horrible, so this is <laughs> awesome. And speaking of the bus ride, that's why the audio is back, because we are crammed in the back of the yes. bus right now, right by the lavatory, which is really a fun place to be. <laughs> which has not been used. Thankfully, yes, week. has not been used. <laughs> yeah, so nice. anyhow, if the audio is bad, sorry about that. It's because we're on the bus, so... If you were listening to our podcast a year ago, you may remember we yes. had a few episodes that were also recorded on the Justice Ride of 2022. Mm-hmm. So go back and listen to those if you haven't already. And Isaiah, Isaiah, welcome to you as well. You are a second year writer this year. Um, tell us a little bit about why you're here, why you came back. Um, it, I just knew I had a lot more to learn about this subject. And yeah. Do you feel like... Um, so coming back a second time, having have already been over a justice ride, you always has more to learn, right? But did you feel more prepared this year, having already done a justice ride? Yeah, yeah. What was uh, if you can for a second, Isaiah, like flash back a year ago? What was the hardest part about being in? Maybe Hayden, you can jump in on this too. But the hardest part, or Maggie, like thinking back to your early days, the hardest part about doing outreach in the beginning was it not knowing the content, the material, or is it just kind of scary starting conversations? Or what's the hardest part of starting on a justice ride the very first time? I think it was. Most scary part was approaching college students. Yeah, right. Because you're what? How old are you? Fifteen. Yeah, last year you were even too young to be here. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> right. You were fourteen, but your mom was here. We allowed that, right? And so you were a fourteen-year-old approaching college students. That is super intimidating, right? Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Very impressive. That, that, you could do that. Yeah. Was it hard to overcome that intimidation, that fear? 
Um, the first day it was, but after that it got a little smoother. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, for me, uh, it wasn't actually that. I was cool with that actually. You're like, so, I'm not intimidated. College uh, kids, yeah. come at me. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, but the thing that I was most, I wasn't super worried about it, but the thing I was worried about a little was uh, just I didn't know what. I mean, I knew some of what they'd respond with, but I didn't know how well I would do spur of the moment, how, like, I wouldn't know if I would know how well to respond to questions that they gave me, especially if I hadn't heard it before. I just thought I might not do good in, like, a spur of the moment conversation, which, um, so yeah, that was, I had, uh, I watched Noah in two conversations. Um, this is day one. Yeah, he was your buddy one, yep, helping you, yep. right? Yeah, so um, I even joined in just a little bit on the second one. And then after that, I did my own conversation. And after like a few minutes, uh, I changed someone's mind. So that was, that yeah, really cool. On your very first conversation cool. on the Justice Ride? Mm-hmm. Ah. That's cool. First conversation, first Justice Ride, first conversation changed the mind. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so that definitely helped a lot. So, Can you tell us a little bit about how that conversation went? Yeah, I don't remember You've too slept a few well. times since then. <laughs> Had a lot uh, of outreach yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure they were pro-choice, and so I just explained that, well, baby inside the womb, they had to be human because, I mean, naturally, two humans will reproduce another human, and, I mean, it had to be living because dead things don't grow, so it had to be living human, and so if they're killing that, it would be murder, and so then he said, yeah, okay, then I guess I'd say abortion is wrong, so that's pretty much how it went, so... That's fantastic. Now, you just did that so effortlessly, right? Just gave the scientific reasons for how we yeah. know the embryo is a human being. Dead things don't grow. Her parents are humans, therefore living human, right? Mm-hmm. Were you surprised at, because it's really simple, right? Were you surprised yeah. at how many college kids do not know that very simple fact? Was that surprising to you? It was, honestly. Like, there were so many kids who just said, well, a lot of them just said they didn't have an opinion, which most of the time, I'm sure that wasn't true. Yeah. But some people may not have actually had an opinion because a lot of them seem to have not really thought about it. I mean, those are usually the easiest people to change. Well, also pro-life people with exceptions, they're pretty easy to... Uh, when you say exceptions, you mean well. people who say abortion is wrong except in the cases of uh, rape, uh, sexual assault, incest, things like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also another common one I had, at least on uh, Thursday, yesterday, was um, they said in like an ectopic pregnancy, then... Like, if the mother's life is in danger, then they said it'd be okay then. But I explained that that wasn't an abortion because the point of the operation is to save the life of the mother and um, the point of an abortion is to kill the baby. So I explained that that wasn't an abortion and, yeah. Yeah, we foresee when we... Ectopic means, as you guys know, right outside. So the baby's not in the uterus where she ought to be. She's in the fallopian tube or maybe up in the mother's abdomen. So we can take, uh, do something where we foresee the baby's going to die. Yeah. We are not intending, intending to kill her, right? Uh, it's not like an abortion where you not only foresee she will die, you choose her death. You want her to die. If we yeah. could save the baby and mom, we'd save them both. It's just when the baby's too little before viability, you cannot save her life. There's no way possible. We lack technology. And so you've explained that to this week and that it, that helped people understand that that is not an abortion. Yeah. I changed, I think, four or five people's mind with that uh, thing. I think four. So. Awesome. Isaiah, can you tell us about um, one impactful conversation you had or one memorable conversation you had? Um, well, they kind of all jumble up together. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, 
were there like a, a certain objection you heard a lot over and over again or a certain argument you heard a lot this week? Yeah, most of the mind changes I had this week were just I'm pro or I'm pro life with the exception of rape. Mm. I think I almost all yeah. of them were that. Yeah, that's pretty common. So it is interesting though, right? Because we know that uh, rape being a violent crime only is the less than half a percent of the, of all abortions. Only less than half a percent of women say they're getting them for rape, right? But it's the most common objection we hear. Why do you think it's such a common objection if it's not really a common reason for which women are actually getting abortions? Yeah, so um, it is a little weird that that's such a common exception. Uh, objection, that's what I was looking for. Uh, so it is a little surprising, but it also kind of makes sense because a lot of people just use it to kind of like emotionally like, trap you because... If they say, well, what about rape? And you say, is it wrong otherwise? If they say, no, it's not wrong otherwise, they're just trying to trap you with the question of rape because they don't think it's only wrong in the case of rape. So the question doesn't really matter to them. They're just trying to trap you. But if they say, yes, it's wrong otherwise, then it's an actual question. They're actually trying to get an answer for that. That's a really good point that you bring up, which uh, I think there are a lot of people who rape is their only exception, but you're right that there are plenty of people who just say that the first thing to um, kind of trap us and get us, maybe they want us to be like, ah, yeah, maybe you're right in that case, but even in that case, we know it's killing a human being. Mm-hmm. Right, and Isaiah, you're saying a lot of people this week, that was their their objection they raised to you, right, and you were able to change their mind on that? Yeah. That's really cool. So, what do you say to someone, what did you say this week when they say, well, I, I'm against abortion except for the case of rape. How did What did you do in the conversation to make them think about that and eventually to see their mind changed? Well, I'd usually ask them if they thought that the unborn were human, and they would usually say yes. And so I would ask them if, um, if there was a three-year-old conceived in rape, if it would be okay to kill that baby then. And they always said, uh, of course not. And so I asked them, what's the difference between the baby in the womb and the baby outside the womb? Nice. Classic trotting out the toddler, right? A tactic that everyone who's listening hopefully already knows about. But we are taking a... This is a true tragedy. Rape is a horrible crime and gross, right? Yeah. But you're showing that it doesn't justify killing someone by asking, what about a three-year-old who was made through rape, conceived that way? Would it be okay to kill that three-year-old? Clearly not, right? Because we all know the three-year-old's a human. So what really matters is, is the embryo, is the fetus a human? So well done, Isaiah. That's a really important skill that hopefully our listeners already know about, but they should if they don't already. Yeah. So Hayden, as... This was your first justice ride. Were there any expectations you had, and did those uh, expectations ring true, or was it different than you expected? Yeah, so again, the bus ride was a lot more fun than I expected, and um, I just had a lot more, uh, well, I just had a lot better time than I expected, uh, just um, talking to people and just being around them, and that was just really enjoyable, and I've gotten to know a lot of them well for the short time I've known some of them um so yeah that was really great um so also then during conversations those were a lot easier than I expected and I thought I was pretty well prepared especially after after all the training I got and we came down here I was still a little nervous um but I was really well prepared thanks to all the training we got beforehand, so that was great. It's interesting you yeah. mentioned the community on the bus and of the <laughs> riders, so you're saying you have a lot of new friends from being here? For sure. Um, so I knew maybe like eight, nine of the people coming already. Like I knew Isaiah before we came, and I knew you, Seth, before we came, and 
I may have known you. I don't think <laughs> right. so. I don't think I've I, yeah, Either way, now you know 50-some people, <laughs> yeah. right? A full bustle well, of people. Right, yeah. You know us yeah, all. I know everyone now, so that's nice. Isaiah, have you found that true too? Like on the Justice Ride, the community, um, you meet a lot of new people, become good friends with them? Oh yeah, for sure. Why do you think that is? Like, so we're on this road together, like what contributes to us becoming a community so fast on the Justice Ride? Go for it, both of you, dive in. Well, I I would just say that, uh, first of all, we're all here for a common cause. We all have something in common. We're all down here to protect the pre-born. It's not just like being on a train and not knowing you have anything in common with anyone else it's so i feel like it's a lot different and i just feel like the racial relationships between uh christians is just of course uh going to be a lot deeper and better than just between two um maybe not christians so Great. yeah yeah isaiah what about you what do you think contributes to this community i was basically going to say the same thing that we hold a lot of the same values yeah, and Isaiah, I know that you're a, you're a wrestler, right? Yeah. So you play sports. I imagine on your team you feel pretty tight with them, right? I think it's similar to that, too, because on when you're... I, I mean, I'm not a wrestler, right? <laughs> but I, and I know there's an individual nature, too, but also you're wrestling as a team in some ways, too, right? Working together, and you want to see your team advance. You become very close in the team, and we here are a team, too, doing a different work, obviously. We're not... It's not a sport. We're trying to save lives, but we're uniting with common values, as you said, Hayden, but also a yeah. common goal, right? Isaiah, like, we're not trying to win a title. We're trying to save these babies, but we're going to battle together. I think that really unites us on a, on a team together, and I'm glad you guys have that community. And for that reason, Hayden, I hope you'll come back, and Isaiah, you'll come back a third uh, time, maybe, I, right? I'm sure I will. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I loved it, yeah. It's been a great experience. Can each of you tell us what, so far, we're not quite done with the no, trip No, I guess we're still driving. What uh, comes to mind as uh, your favorite part of the trip? Oh, no. You can go first, Isaiah. Just talking to college students. Yeah. That which was the most intimidating thing for you became the best part for you? Yeah, oh, That's probably. cool. To be honest, I don't really have a favorite because outreach was actually really fun. And I didn't really like being at the clinic very much, but it was great to learn afterwards about... Um, what happened about how all the women uh, canceled their appointments. So that was awesome. So that was even, that wasn't very fun in the moment, but that was totally worth it afterwards. And outreach was really fun and just um, really uh, fellowship with everyone. That's great. And that was so fun and looking forward to more of it on the bus trip. And I'm kind of sad to go home. So Yeah, that was a really big story, right, that our listeners would not necessarily be familiar with. So on the Justice Ride, we this week we went to college campuses and also abortion facilities. Well, one abortion facility, two days. Yeah. And the first day they saw, well, let's see, you were on, who was on my team? Hayden, you were on my yeah, team. Yeah, I was on your team. Isaiah, and are so you on Maggie's there. team? Isaiah was <laughs> We don't remember. Team. We're now confused. Anyhow, so day one, who was there for their day one? You were their day one, right, Maggie? Yeah. Wait. All right, so you guys had a hard day, right, with people going in and no one coming out, no turnaways, no baby saved that we know about, right? Obviously, right. maybe there were that we didn't know about. But day two, my team was there at the abortion facility, and there were no women going in. We eventually saw two go in. We were wondering what was going on. So it was really cool. We found out that the first day, people saw our team there, all these students outside, seeing pictures of babies killed by abortion, and all of the women except for two of them canceled their appointments, which is a huge deal. If that second day, they didn't want to be there because they didn't want to go in. So shout out, not shout out, but encouragement. Anyone listening, when you have people there, it does have impact. People cancel their appointments because they don't want to walk through a crowd to go into an abortion facility and that's really encouraging to me so amazing i always think of um abby johnson and her book unplanned says that abby johnson used to um, head up a planned parenthood facility and um, she says in her book after she became pro-life that she they would 
they noticed that when there were people outside praying um, or sidewalk counseling, that the no-show rate of um, people who had appointments but ladies who just wouldn't show up went up dramatically. Wow, that's huge. Very encouraging, like even just praying, not even calling out to the women. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. That's really cool. Do you all have anything that you would say to someone who might be considering coming on the justice ride but is not quite sure whether they want to take the plunge? Yeah, so this is kind of like repeating what I said earlier, just being around the people, being in fellowship with them, just all the people here are great, and I love just the fellowship, not to mention, and then the outreach and everything, which is also really fun, and it's way easier than it sounds also, but just the fellowship is great, and um, it's, yeah, it's so fun, and it's awesome, and I feel like I've made so many new relationships or maybe strengthened ones that I already had and outreach is a lot easier than it sounds um, because the pro-life argument is so simple that people are great and I mean yeah that's good so. here. you just got to get into it and mm-hmm. start it even if it's intimidating the first time I think that's even more reason to do it because the famous saying practice makes perfect it's really true that yeah uh, it can be scary at first the first few or several times that you go out for outreach but um, especially if you're doing it on a regular basis, it really is vital to yeah. learning how to have these conversations. You can't just do all your learning in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, once I get home, I'd love to do some outreaches. I know, like, my older sister may may have initiated some. I'm not sure about that. I know she went to some. But I'd love to go to those or start some, and, yeah, I just really love to do that now. Yeah, that'd be awesome. What about you, Isaiah? If someone's considering it, thinking about the justice ride, what would you tell them? definitely worth the money and time yeah it's a really great experience and you learn a lot yeah absolutely there's also a lot of training that is important they give you a lot of training so they prepare you very well for outreach well you mentioned earlier Hayden that the case is just so simple and that's why it's not so hard yeah I agree with you also I mean you're standing by these pictures right that make the case for themselves Mm -hmm. when you see the babies but so summarize for people who are asking um, if uh, if who are wondering, what is a simple case against abortion? Summarize it for us. Okay, so let's say a pro-choice person comes up. So I ask, uh, what are your thoughts on abortion? And they stop and say, uh, well, I'm pro-choice, but I guess I haven't thought about it that much. So then I'll just ask them um, if murder is wrong. That's usually people who answer yes. I think I had someone answer not always. It depends on the case. And I don't think they're just talking about self-defense because self-defense is different. But um, I don't think that's what they're talking about. I thought they said in some cases it'd be different. So that was a weird conversation, I think. Um, you get some people say some really weird yeah, things sometimes. Yeah, but usually they'll say, yes, murder is wrong. So it's great to find common ground before a conversation starts because it'll make the conversation easier if you can go from somewhere where you agree. Then you can go to the next point, And when you agree on that, you can go to the next point. Then eventually... Maybe they'll agree with you. So find common ground by asking them if murder is wrong. And then they'll probably say yes. So then I'll just say, um, do you think that the preborn are human? If they say no, then I'll tell them that, well, two humans are going to reproduce a human and it can't be dead because it's growing. So it's got to be a living human being. And if they still disagree, though, I don't know how they could. I could also say that um, embryologists agree that human life begins at conception. And that's something people usually don't argue with because they don't want to go against what these uh, people who are like, they're studying that field, they don't want to go against what they're saying because that would be a pretty big claim. So usually they'll agree with that and 
if you, if you say murder is wrong, which is the killing of an innocent human being, then uh, if abortion is killing a baby who is also a human being, a preborn baby, then it follows that abortion would be wrong. So usually they'll agree with that, though. Some people, I've, I've given them that argument, and they've just... They still haven't agreed at the end, so that's weird. Some people just refuse to believe that abortion is wrong, but... Good job. That's a good point, Hayden. And Isaiah, can you summarize what what Hayden just said in the syllogism we have that ours are basic case against abortion? Everything Hayden just said is so on point, and we can summarize it into three little lines in the syllogism. What is that for our listeners? Uh, that killing an innocent human being is um, murder and elective abortion intentionally kills an innocent human being, so uh, abortion is wrong. There it is. Yep, that's it. That's our case. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. It is really simple, and it is encouraging that people are willing to change sometimes. Again, yeah. not everyone. It'll take a lot longer with some people, but some people are willing to honestly consider what they believe and um, are willing to change. So thank you both, Isaiah and Hayden, for joining us. Isaiah. It's been fun. Isaiah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to end this episode and join us next time for the third episode, which will also, Lord willing, be recorded on this bus. So thank you for debriefing. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah. Uh, thanks for letting us do this. It's been really fun.